Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Under the Call with MS. Today's comic we are going to talk about is Dark Red. I've read issues 1 to 10 so far. This is a new take on a zombie. Well, zombie and other monsters. Uh, series basically starts out with the main character. He's a vampire that's working as a janitor in a gas station. And he's got a friend that's got, I forget what you call it, but she's got a blood disorder where her body produces too much blood. Like in, I don't know if it's like an anemia or something like that. But, uh, so he feeds off her regularly to help keep her blood down and helps her out and doesn't uh, take all her blood from her and kill her off or turn her into a vampire or anything like that to start with. But then some other vampires find out about him and his little pet and they want her for their own. And they go after her. He has to fight with them. Some new unique creatures start popping in, different shapeshifters and stuff. Uh, he ends up killing a were beast and there ends up being a little were child. It's like kind of a werewolf, panther, cheetah type creature, human crossbreed. But so he takes care of the kid for a little while and then tries to find someone of similar type of uh, issues to take care of the child because he's no good for the kid to be around and you get to meet lots of other different types of creatures in here like an alligator creature and all kinds of different crossbreeds of animal human type characters uh, it travels back and forth between southern states Chicago stuff like that uh, factions come after them, try to destroy the disorder. The were creatures and the vampires fight throughout this and stuff, but this is a very fun series. Very, I know I talk a lot of zombie stuff, but it's one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know, not really franchise, but, uh, my favorite type of stories to read. This is done by Tim Seeley and Corin Howell. Tim Seeley is a Wisconsin native. They also got Aaron Gillespie, Mark Egler, and Carlos M. Manguel. And this is done by Aftershock Comics. I don't know. I'm hoping the run will keep on going for a long time. I'd love to see this turn into a TV series. But it's just constant, nonstop action throughout it. Something's always going on. Meet more and more people and creatures throughout the thing. He has his little helpers. Keeps running into other different factions and sometimes getting along, sometimes getting taken advantage of. 
I don't want to give away the t- twists and turns of what happens to Evie and stuff, the gal that he feeds off uh, and what happens with him, where they've traveled to and stuff. I'll leave that for you to check out. But if you want a good, fun, interesting, different style uh, vampire-type series, this is one for you. I know I mentioned zombies. There isn't zombies in this. I'm... I'm into zomb- more of the zombie stuff. My wife was more into the vampire stuff, and she kind of got me dragged into it, so I've been reading these a lot. And I'm sure there will be zombies in here eventually and stuff and other types of characters, but if you like the monster genre, this is for you. So check it out. This week... They're vampires getting weak, sucking blood for nourishment to help with their weakness. But I wanted to look at MS fatigue as, since that's one of the main symptoms that nearly 80% of people diagnosed with MS experience. Fatigue is defined as an extreme tiredness or unrelenting exhaustion. The fatigue associated with MS can be difficult to cope with and is also difficult to explain to other people. No kidding. <laughs> it's always fun. Yeah, I know what fatigue is. I'm tired all the time. It's like, no, this isn't tired all the time. This is tiredness with pain. With pain. The best description I ever heard, which I kind of throw at people when they annoyingly ask about it or comment on it, is that if you stayed up for three days working a regular full-time job and you're on your fourth day, you're still awake and how your body feels at that time, that's more like our type of fatigue, not your normal tiredness, have a cup of coffee, wake up type of fatigue. It's the stuff that, I don't know, I've tried many things and nothing has helped yet. To this point, but there are lots of medications that you can try and stuff. But I ask for certain ones, and my doctor won't give them to me. Just keeps pushing ones that haven't worked in the past. And, but the causes of fatigue, <clears throat> scientists don't really understand the exact cause of MS-related fatigue. Some think it may be related to constant activation of the immune system. Or like having the flu virus at all times. Others theorize that fatigue is related to the need for the brain to work harder in people with MS. MRI scans have shown that people with MS fatigue use a larger area of the brain to perform tasks than people without fatigue. In response to nerve damage, the brain of a person with MS may be finding new routes for sending messages. This is thought to take more energy from the brain and weaken us. And fatigue may also be a result of muscle weakness associated with MS. Many of us have full body pains and stuff. That can work your system quite a bit. Certain complications of MS can also induce fatigue. This may be referred to as a secondary cause. Complications of MS that may also cause fatigue symptoms include chronic pain, emotional disorders such as anxiety and depression, anemia, 
reduced physical fitness, being overweight or obese, reduced thyroid function, sleeping issues such as insomnia, sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome, diabetes, infections. It can also be a side effect of certain medications, such as those used to treat spasticity, pain, and bladder dysfunction. So that's like many of us are on so many different medications. You don't know what they're all doing to our system. And to think that they're just counteracting against each other and not really doing fully what they should because you take too many different ones. It's it's different from regular tiredness. Uh, some people describe it as feeling like you're weighed down and like every movement is difficult or clumsy. Others may describe it as an extreme jet lag or a hangover that won't go away. For others, it's more mental. The brain goes fuzzy and it becomes difficult to think clearly. Fatigue may affect the eyesight as well as your ability to speak without slurring your words. It's like, I feel like I have all these different things myself. It's like, <clears throat> I can also, just, it's also distinguished by the following things. Like, it occurs on a daily basis, often occurs in the morning, even after a good night's sleep, tends to worsen as the day progresses. Is aggravated by heat and humidity, may come on suddenly, interferes with daily tasks at work. It's like statements, uh, statements that people have said is their muscles feel weak, they have, a pay, have to pace themselves in their activities. They have trouble concentrating. They have been less motivated to participate in social activities. It's treatment medications and anti-inflammatories can help with the body pain and the fatigue. Amantadine. It's uh, unknown, but for treating fatigue, armodafinil, which I've never heard of that, modafinil, and it's basically Nuvagel or Provagel, which I've heard named Provagel before, but never tried it. They're used to treat narcolepsy. They've been shown to promote Wakefulness in people with MS fatigue and may also help with sleep issues. Iron supplements can be used. Sleeping pills to help you sleep longer. Hopefully take some of the fatigue away in the morning. Multivitamins can be used to treat the nutritional deficiencies caused by poor diet. Antidepressants like Luoxetine, Prozac, uh, Bupropion, which is Wellbutrin, uh, leg spasticity, medications that may help a little, uh, medications for urinary dysfunction, 
can help to get you more sleep. Uh, methylphenidate, Ritalin, which I've tried and had no luck with. Uh, my doctor just kept on trying to increase the amount every time I told him it wasn't working. He had me up to 10 a day if I wanted to take them. Sounded ridiculous to me, so I went off the medication. Uh, yeah, dextroamphetamine, which is a dexedrine, which I've never heard of. I tried to get Adderall to try that because I heard that helps, but my doctor wouldn't prescribe it for me. Uh, some of these are used to treat attention to deficit hyperactivity disorder, narcolepsy. They may improve the wakefulness and increase your energy. Things you can do in your lifestyle to help out would be to conserve energy by dividing large projects into smaller projects, gather supplies in advance for, of an activity like cooking or cleaning so you won't have to run around to look for them during it, uh, plan your shopping list in advance, have your groceries delivered, cook your meals for the week at once if possible. Organize your house so its items are stored in easy-to-reach places. Use wheeled carts to transport heavier items around your house. Make sure you have good lighting in your house so you're not straining to see things. Consider using adaptive devices for dressing, bathing, and household chores. Keep your house cool if your fatigue tends to get worse. When it's warm, run a dehumidifier if your fatigue tends to flare up in humid weather. Use a handicap permit and park close to a building. You can go to physical therapy to learn about ways to conserve your energy and get some exercise routines that might help perk you up a little bit. You can... See an occupational therapist to simplify tasks at work and home. You can practice good sleep hygiene. You can see psychological counseling if you're depressed or anxious. You can reduce, you should reduce alcohol consumption. Eat a healthy diet like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, healthy fats, lean protein. Eating a vegan or plant-based diet has seem to have helped within 12 months uh, reduce your stress do yoga meditation tai chi they're all great ways to help make your body less stressful basically fatigue is a very common system of ms and maybe one of the most troublesome if fatigue is affecting your work or daily life talk with your doctor to find out if there are any medications you need to be taken or if your current medications need to be adjusted. You can overcome fatigue with the right combination of medications and lifestyle changes, they say, but I have yet to find them. And like I said in the previous uh, ones, play with your diet, play with different 
food, see, see which ones kind of like make you feel more sluggish and which ones make you give you a little bit of energy or make you feel more awake. Go from there. I like using a lot of anti-inflammatory things. Like a lot of the main things I will use are uh, cinnamons, garlic, onions, uh, apple cider vinegar. And there's, you can look up a list of tons of different things that are great anti-inflammatories that you can try. I've tried turmeric. I've tried papaya enzyme. I've tried a lot of different things. I just can't recall things that I've tried in the past, but I still use a lot of them. I still, a lot of my recipes that I've been trying to perfect to make enjoyable enough for me. I've been working with different things that I've been trying to use. Like I, so when I brought my like my meatloaf recipe and stuff, I like to put things in there like meats and stuff that are superfoods that'll help you out. I'll just dice them up and throw them in there. I just made meatloaf again, pretty much the same way I explained in a previous podcast, but I also added spinach. Uh, it, last night's dinner was a pork tenderloin. I decided to try it in a slow cooker this time. I usually just roast it in the oven, but this time I, I you take your pork tenderloin, you trim all the white heavy fat off it, that grisly stuff. Peel any of that, you can get off there, and then I cut little slots in it, and then I make myself uh, a quarter up a bunch of chunks of garlic keep them nice and chunky and then I'll throw a bunch of rosemary in there uh this time I did some basil some thyme sea salt black pepper a little olive oil and I'll mix that together and then I'll stuff that into the holes with the big cloves of garlic and then what's left of the seasoning I'll just rub on the outsides of the tenderloin then I throw it in a pan with a little bit of, well, sometimes olive oil, but this time I used a little bit of butter to give it some nice browning. Brown both sides of it in, in the fry pan, and then I throw it in a slow cooker with a bunch of big, thick, chop, chopped uh, pieces of celery, carrot, potatoes. You could throw yams in there. Uh, Anything you want, any type of root vegetables and stuff. Uh, and then I threw in a cup and a half or so of like a beef stock. And then I uh, cooked it on high for about four and a half, five hours. And it was perfect. Only difference is when you do a slow cooker, your meat's more falling apart. Whereas when I cook it in the oven, I can cut it into those nice little thick tenderloin chunks, which is nice also. But yeah, it's getting to a variety of different foods to help with your uh, fatigue issues that are caused by 
that can be helped a little bit with anti-inflammatory type foods. Uh, I also usually throw chunks of onion and garlic and stuff in my roast, but this time I had the garlic chopped up and put in the tenderloin, so I didn't need to add it to the outside of the roast. And of course, sir, with a nice side salad. And I did like a little mashed potatoes and cream corn on the side. And those things aren't really good for you, but you gotta have stuff like that with your roll. A little bit of gravy. Yeah, fatigue's no fun. Uh, it's one of the hardest problems waking up every day and. You're waking up just tires when you went to bed. Granted, bladder issues. I know I got a lot of issues between the bladder issues, getting up every hour, hour, hour and a half, two hours to go to the bathroom, and then uh, cog fog doesn't help, which I got lots of today. It's been a rough couple of days, so I'm kind of late on this. I was going to get my podcast out yesterday on Thursday, but I ended up skipping it yesterday and doing it today, but today's not much better, so yeah, lots of peak today, and as you can see, my brain's not working right with it. <laughs> I can't think about what I plan on talking about, but uh Check can keep active. I still stand by yoga. I love my DDP yoga. I just need my body pain to go down enough that I can actually do it again and not be in severe pain trying to do certain moves. Uh, so talk to your doctor, see what they can do for you. I'm also Still waiting for results on my MRI and uh, my doctor mentioned about switching me to Desabri next and I did Copaxone for the first four years. I did two full and two half uh, infusions on Ocrevus so far. My next one's coming up in September. I'm hoping to hear results from this, and if he's going to switch me to Sabri, I hope he does it before then. Supposedly, to Sabri is supposed to, well, not supposed to, but has helped some MSers with some of their fatigue issues and their body pain issues. So that definitely had me interested, and I would like to find out if that would help because I had. Pretty much Ocrevus hasn't done nothing for me that I could tell so far. I had lots of energy my first half infusion. That was from steroids. That lasted a few days. Other than that, I haven't felt different, and I just feel like I'm progressing more. So see what the results have to offer if my neurologist gets back to me and Schedule's my next appointment, so to sit down with him and find out. So enjoy your weekend.
It's supposed to be a hot one here. We might actually hit the hundreds. We got our second or third comic book purge uh, rummage sale this weekend in West Bend. It's the second one this month, but the third one overall. And hopefully we'll have a good turnout. And if you hear this before then, come on down and check it out. If you want to find out more about it, you can find out on the Crimson Cull Crimson Cull Comic Book Facebook page. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing a little better next week and we'll get up another podcast. See you then.